Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you as always by the good people at Fight Game Media. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel. Kevin, how's your week been? Uh, I'm a little tired. We were talking right before I just finished my tax. I finished my taxes. I filed them maybe half an hour ago. Oh, Wow. You yeah. you weren't kidding when you said you just finished your taxes. Yeah, I was up late last night getting them ready, and then there was like one little discrepancy I had to clear up, and then got that done and hit send. So big load off my mind. How are you feeling about it? You feeling confident? You feeling I feel good? okay? I feel, feel okay. Strong? I usually like to get a little back. You feel like Daddy Magic mostly? Oh, not quite. Daddy Magic on a warm day. Okay, all right. Daddy Magic on a warm day wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. Those feel yeah. that just feeling feels like good, a chafed, but, you know, yeah, chafed a little, a little chafed, yeah, not too bad. Um, I'm really hope we don't hear feedback because I hear myself a little bit in my headphones. Fingers Sounds crossed on me. that one. All right, I appreciate that. Um, all right, let's start out with the big news. Cody big. Rhodes could be leaving the WWE. <laughs> no, not no. It's the, all coming the, according to plan. Exactly. We might be we might be looking at the summer of punk again. We again, um, Warner Brothers Discovery executives have been notified that he's coming back. Yep. The story is AEW Collison or Collision, however you want to say it, <laughs> is going to be a new two-hour Saturday show with CM Punk at the center, mm-hmm. and that there'll be a, a soft roster split. 
And yeah. a lot of people are kind of freaking out about, oh, there's going to be a roster split. No, I think it's going to be CM Punk and everyone who loves him on one on on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't. I guess just he's going to wrestle FTR every week. I don't know. Yeah. And then everyone else can be wherever they want to be. Yeah, I think they just had to put them in their own bubble. Yeah, and um, we'll see what happens within that bubble. We'll see who wants to go over to that bubble. And unfortunately, there'll be a lot of less powerful wrestlers, younger mm-hmm. wrestlers, who I doubt will have much of a choice about going mm-hmm. over to that bubble, whether they like it or not. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that the solution to the problem of having the most divisive wrestler in your locker room back is to literally divide your locker room. Yeah, it was. It, look, I mean, that's one was, way to do it. Either either Tony's going to divide it or CM Punk's going to divide it. I don't think there's any in between. And I think this new playing nice CM Punk will last less than two months. Is he? Is he? Is he playing? Let's say so. We've only heard a few things from him, and they've all been not nice. Yeah, none of them have been nice. Let's just pretend he's playing nice, as in, oh, he wants to work with the with the young bucks and right. that all seems like a setup. Cause they've already said they're never going to work with him again. Um, but if he is on his best behavior, I don't think it lasts through the summer. I don't think it, it I don't think nice guy CM Punk makes September at all. Not even, not even close. I, I agree. If, I agree. If the show debuts on June 17th, uh-huh. as mm-hmm. has been reported. So you give it about eight weeks. Yes, Before, eight weeks. So wait, when's Wembley? Eight August. weeks or less. Yes, I think it all falls. Maybe it. I think it all falls apart immediately after <laughs> Wembley Stadium at that pre, at that press conference. <laughs> That's the end, right? I there. I tend to agree, uh, but for a slightly different reason. I think okay. he gets hurt again at Wembley. Okay. I do not wish this on this man. I do not wish him. I wish him happiness and health. Yes, but, absolutely. But. Uh, I just, I just, the last two major matches he's had, he's come out injured for months. He tries to so go. There's hard. no indication to me. Yeah, there's no indication to me that he's gonna he's gonna be around very long. Yeah, when you try to go hard at 57 years old or whatever he is, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gauging on his looks. Right. Um, it's not the best idea, you know. Yeah. Um. And you know those straight edge people, they fall apart faster than those hard that's, living. That's absolutely true. Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy's gonna be still be going at sixty. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Unfor- and unfortunately. Right. Unfortunately. Um, okay. Let's slow down here. Okay. Um, and let's see. I just want to get everything in order. Make sure we don't miss anything. Uh yeah. first of all, this would be a Saturday show, two hours. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. personally think that has to spell the end of Rampage. It has to. That's what I think, too. I wouldn't think they would do three nights. No, it's too much. Um, it, it dilutes the product. It's, it's too much for people to keep up with when no one watches Rampage anyway. Right. Unless they've just watched NBA basketball, in which case 1.4 million everybody. people. Everybody right. watches. <laughs> but Rampage is booked so poorly, nobody sticks around. Yeah. Give them the numbers, Kev. On Rampage? Yeah, give us the Rampage beginning started, and ending numbers. They started at 1.4 million to 1. see IWGP Tag Team Champions Aussie Open versus Best Friends. 
and, I, and there's then, nothing there's nothing quite like that to to really yeah. capture the casuals right and then uh by the end they had roughly around 400,000 viewers maybe 450 <laughs> they lost so a they so they lost a million people that's Which, rough. I mean, you know, that sounds awful when you put it yeah. that way, but With it's also, it's late four... at night. It's not people who are intending to watch wrestling. No. And it's the same 400,000 who are always going to be there. Right. Right. Roughly. And it's, and it's, they started, what, 45 minutes late, something like that. So. That's the fact that 400,000 stuck around after a 45 minute um, wait is, yeah. is kind of impressive. That's kind of impressive. I'll have to say that. Like, in all fairness, um, I like making fun of them, but that's not mm -hmm. bad at yeah. all. Yeah. So let's talk about – I think we, we've got time. Let's talk about – let's go back to All In at Wembley Stadium. Mm -hmm. um, we got some sources, but we're, we're not going to give much away that we were told other than they listened to our show and basically – one of the one of the things we learned was that is that this has been in the works for an incredibly long time, mm -hmm. and the goal is to put together maybe the greatest show wrestling show ever put together. This this is going to be, I think, AEW's WrestleMania, which yeah. has been there's not been one show significantly bigger than the others up until now, maybe All Out, but All In I think was always if they could get it, was going to be their mania. And that's why Wembley Stadium, that's why they want such a large stadium. Now that we know that, anything you want to kind of revisit from our discussion about Wembley Stadium last week? But also we've got some, we've got some news coming out on how many people are interested in tickets. Yeah, so I guess they've got the, you know, the code where you can request the code. Yeah. You know. Uh, to to get in line to get tickets, and there are reports that around fifty thousand have already put in the code, which means nothing and everything. Yes, because it means there's that many people interested. But like, I almost did that, and there's no way I'm going. That's you know? true. A lot of those people aren't going to go no matter what. But none of those people are here to buy one ticket. Not right. a single one of those fifty thousand want to buy one ticket. All those people are looking at buying two to four tickets something like that. So to me, if 30,000 of those are legit, you have a sellout. Because in my mind, you're going to shut down about a third of that stadium with your stage. Mm -hmm. That's going to leave around fifty to 60,000 seats. Mm -hmm. And if 30,000 people want to buy two tickets each, that's you're, you're bordering on a sellout right there immediately. Yeah, and I, and I think they – so apparently the prices are good because they're focusing more on um, filling it than um, the gate. Right. And I've got to think, so this is what I've been thinking over the weekend. I think Tony Khan, so Tony Khan's analytics guy. Yeah. Right? His, he's, he's a numbers guy. His first hire for AEW was a guy from WrestleNomics, uh, Chris Harrington. Yeah. Mookie is people who know him call him. That's right. Um, and, uh, you know, who's a numbers guy. This guy, I think, really he he makes decisions based on data. When it comes to business, anyway, maybe not yeah. his booking, but I think he would not have done this unless he had a high degree of confidence. Like we call it all in, and yeah, it's risky booking Wembley, but I don't think it's as risky as it looks. 
he could have easily he yeah he could have very easily put this in herringbone stadium or whatever the name of his his home stadium (laughs) is right for Craven cottage same thing yep yep i like herringbone stadium (laughs) yeah i'm all in on herringbone yeah but he didn't Uh, and that's for a reason yeah, and I think it was a I, I think it was probably a combination of getting a better deal than probably typically any Yahoo would get yep. at Wembley because of their connections through the family. Also, um, Jacksonville Jaguars, as I've learned, yes, right. Wembley Play Stadium there. every year, once a year. Um, um, the uh, the AEW does pretty well on television. They're in prime time. Right. And and they draw better ratings than WWE, which is a later night show. So theoretically they have an audience. Right. Um, he probably has good data on what uh stars perform well in that market. Mm-hmm. I think he's got so they got the tie in with WBD's uh Warner Brothers one hundred year and Wembley's one hundred year, which has to be some sort of cross promotional consideration to help has subsidize to it. I think it a hundred percent is. Um and I heard that there's some cross promotion with Live Nation, or Live Nation is helping distribute the tickets and things. I think there's going to be okay. so many media connections with this to publicize AEW is a big deal in England and Europe, right? That there's probably going to be a ton of papered seats. Probably so. Probably like a so. lot of corporate giveaways, you know. And uh, I'm legitimately thinking they don't they don't need to paper it that much. If the tickets yeah. are inexpensive, I don't think they're going to need to, but they will anyway. Mm-hmm. And also, I think this is going to be what you were just talking about with Live Nation, with all the media tie-ins. Mm-hmm. This is going to feel like a very big wrestling event. And what that will mean is that non-AEW wrestling fans will want to go the same way non-WWE wrestling fans go to WrestleMania just yeah. for the spectacle, just for the for the event. Yes. And I think yeah. it'll be a very similar situation to, to that be a part of history. They're just manifesting it. I mean, and in that sense, it's like all in, in that yeah. they said, they just declared, we're going to have the biggest independent f- show of all time. And they did. And and they did partially because they just named it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's going to have a big deal with it, but I, I do think he's probably got some pretty solid uh, data that's helping him uh, feel like this is going to be a good success. So I'm curious if if All Out will be the following week. And if it is, I think that'll almost ensure that it will likely be a free event. There's been rumors mm-hmm. this could be a free event, not completely free, yeah. but that it will be on Max, the new Warner, mm-hmm. the new terribly, terribly named <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery HBO Max yeah. $17 a month streaming platform. Um, because God knows HBO has, has terrible IP. So you definitely want to make right. it sound like right. this is Cinemax. Yeah. But this would potentially be an event that would be free for a subscription on there, kind of making it like a $17 pay-per-view, yeah. which I think everybody would buy. Yeah, I think so. People and that don't have it already. Right. Especially if they do trials or, you know, that kind of thing, or especially yeah. if they use it to roll out an AEW service on Max. Exactly, which has to be coming. It absolutely has to be coming. I think that's one of the main reasons they would have wanted to buy mm-hmm. um, ROH in the first place, and one of the main reasons they, they've they been running um, Dark and Dark Elevation for so yeah. long is, is to, build to, up collect, those hours. 
to collect the content, build up those hours exactly. Um, so I'm fingers crossed it's going to be streaming on there, and I think that is, I think it will, and I think that's going to be a big part of the 100 and 100 deal with Wembley Stadium, Warner Brothers Discovery. They're going to be kicking off the streaming platform around that date. So it would make sense. This would be one of the first big things to get people to move over to the platform and to bring attention to the new platform. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a free weekend. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things featured that weekend, maybe along with a kickoff of a big new show. Right. Like do like a, um, I think Disney plus does that. Yeah. Like Disney day. Yep. And it's just like, here's a, you know, the big week or like back in the old days, they would do like free weekends of HBO or yeah, all know, the time, all the time. And it'd be like some big premiere and, and you just get a sampling of everything for like three days. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great idea, I think. And it, look, this is, isn't going to be a cheap platform for most people. It's going to yeah. be the, of course, the merger of HBO max and discovery plus um, they're going to need everything they can to get people into this new platform. And I think this is, yeah. This is a big way to do it. Um, no idea on a main event. Um, there's only so many main events we could see at this. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I think with the summer of CM Punk, I think everybody would like to see a six man with the elite versus mm-hmm. FTR and CM Punk. But I don't think we're going to get that. I, I don't if we and if we do get that, I'm wondering if we would get that so soon. And yeah. the thing is, because word is the initial conflict is going to be with Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that would be over so quickly. Maybe so. I'm still thinking that we're almost in June right now, and I know we're not. So that's plenty of time to get there. But I could also see the elite saying, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Get it mm-hmm. out of the way so we can move mm-hmm. on with our lives and never have to see this muffin loving SOB again, um, you know, and just be done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting that everyone is like, even, even though all the reports are like the bucks don't want to work with them, they're literally dividing shows just so they don't have to be around each other, but we're still all sort of assuming, well, but they'll work together. You know what I mean? Like it's going to happen at some point. Like they can, do you, do you really think it's going to happen? I think it'll have to happen at some point. At some point, they'll be there in the same company, and they'll eventually... I think at least that's what Tony Khan is thinking, that eventually they'll be like, well, we're here every week. We may as well do this. I think if I'm Tony Khan, I call in the Young Bucks' wives, <laughs> and I sit them down alone and say, this is how much money... Yeah your husband stand to make from having this match. <laughs> Please talk to yeah. them. And the wives yeah. I think would say like that. Let's go. Let's, let's go. roll Tony. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what would it take for Kenny, but maybe if everyone else is in, he's in. I think so. Uh, that's what I figure, you know? Yeah. I think two, Kenny's going to be in the singles match. So I can't see him being in that match, but I could see Hangman taking his place. It's a real shame. I think perhaps we could see the blow off if it lasts that long mm-hmm. to the elite versus Blackpool, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real shame William Regal isn't still with the organization. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think I think William Regal would have been the guy to make this announcement. Would have been the perfect guy to make this announcement. Oh, that would have been amazing, yeah. Yeah. I would really like for them. I think I said this last week. I'll say it again. Just get I was about to, again for the second week in a row, I think I was about to say Harry Styles, Harry Smith. <laughs> I hope they sign him at least to a short-term deal to make that happen. But outside of Blackpool mm-hmm. and outside of the elite, mm-hmm. Punk's your guy. As in, they don't have that many massive stars because all their biggest stars are clustered in Blackpool and the elite. All of them. Yeah. I mean, Jericho's probably out? below that. I think he feels because he's still a huge star right now. Yeah. yeah, but I think there's still there. There are the people who, who, you know, one of the draws will be I want to be in a stadium with sixty thousand people singing Judas more than any more than any match he could be in. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. He has to be. He has to be on the show. Yeah, it needs to be a big match. It needs to be a big match. I wonder if they would stretch out Jericho Punk to have the blow off there. That seems like a long time. That is a long time. If he's coming in in June, I guess that's two months. That's not crazy. No. Two months is very doable, especially with all the people around Jericho mm-hmm. and their tendency to just throw um, bodies of people someone knows in matches for in, for an yeah. infinite amount of time to extend these things out. Mm-hmm. Um. Who are your other big names? I mean, who I'm sure because when you're in the UK, you're open to the entire European market. Right. The international market. I'm assuming, and especially with the build, with, along with, we're going to be coming off of Forbidden Door 2. Mm-hmm. I think there'll be some New Japan people on the card. Yeah. I would. I, there's a lot of people I would love to see. Like who would you who on the AEW roster would you really like to see wrestle Suzuki but you haven't seen Suzuki wrestle? Man. Is there just an old bastard hanging around that that we like feel a Claudio? Yeah. Claudio would be great. But Claudio's I don't know. I feel like he's way too big. But I yeah. would love that match. I would love like an that ROH match. title match with Suzuki. Yeah. Oh, that would be fantastic. I think you load up all the titles. You do all the titles you can. Yeah. I think you do Aussie Open and FTR. Okay. Uh, seems like they're, you know, kind of... That's a good that idea. Way. That's a good idea. Um, You could do... I think you bring in Zack Sabre. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you don't do the Danielson match at... Um... So... We have Jamie Hader and we have Soraya. Do you do yeah. two separate matches? Do you match them up? What do you so do? So last week we threw out, we you'd have Jamie versus Soraya and possibly have Soraya win. Soraya win. And uh, we posted that to YouTube and a commenter on YouTube basically was like, I cannot believe you think that's a good idea. Like basically, <laughs> and, and, my, and, and all the reasons why he's like, you have Jamie Hader having possibly the biggest coming out party of her life mm-hmm. and you have the return of Soraya to England and you're going to put them against each other to make one of them booed. And I was like, all I could say was, you know what? You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, you know, like I didn't, you know, we didn't think about it. And I was like, you're absolutely you right. Put them in separate matches. I do Soraya and Brit rematch. Okay. And have Soraya win mm-hmm. again. Oh, wow. And, 
Uh, I would do Jamie. I would do just what's a killer match for Jamie. So obviously, if you can get Mercedes Monet, but I doubt they can. Right. Um, but to me, I think they're probably still going to be involved in this Outcast thing. Yeah. At that point, you could just make like Tony. So is Tony, got... does Tony fit in that? Where it's but she's Australian, so. Yeah, like is Tony versus Jamie a big enough match for that? I don't. I mean, it, it doesn't could be because it's enough. undercard. If Jamie still has the, the title, yeah. uh, you could. I don't know. Maybe we could. You could do us uh, a match against um, Jade. Oh man, I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, especially if um, I'm sure that's not know. a great idea. That's literally just what I pulled out of my sizable yeah. ass in this moment. <laughs> Yeah, especially of, of if like, uh, what are the big matches? Her. What are yeah, like what are the matches big enough for this? And mm-hmm. also, Taya feels like I'm sure I've said this before. Taya feels like a heel, and Jade mm-hmm. is feeling more and more like she's going to be a face. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what I, I've I've not spent enough time off mic thinking about. Yeah, what, I was thinking the other day. Card could be. I would love to get someone on like a LaRocca or uh, I was thinking about calling John on Muse, but I hear he's hard to get on shows. You know who we saying, need to get? Give me, give me, give me main events and like key undercard matches, double or nothing, forbidden door, uh, Wembley, all out, and Shea Stadium. Ooh. And that's, that's, basically may through september that's five okay. huge shows i think and we should like, get a couple of our uh resident brits on this show yeah um to talk about what they would like to see what they think would do well in england we could we could pull in dazza we could pull in mm-hmm. um there's a number of people we could pull in here that i think they would probably enjoy doing the show mm-hmm. we could pull in david lovell mm-hmm. um and get their ideas see what they think would do well what they think would bomb yeah, I think it was a good idea. We'll figure it out. We'll probably have to do it at a different time, but we'll figure it out. Well, yeah, we've got, we have months, literally months yeah. to do this. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, let's see. I am way late on the ad read. <laughs> what ad do you say? Patreon.com slash Fight Game Media. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the way to help support me, Kevin, all the people we've been talking about, all the good people here at Fight Game Media for only $5 a month, less than the cost of one cup of coffee. You could put roofs over our heads, 
food in our bellies. Have you seen me lately? I'm wasting away, people, because we clearly need your $5. We don't need it, but we wouldn't mind it. We think you'd enjoy uh, getting extended shows, bonus shows, and uh, things you may have never heard before, like the Dynamite Show, which happens every week just after the end of Dynamite. Also, tune in for um, all of our uh, Wrestle... We've got extended things that happen from WrestleMania weekend. We covered all the other shows that happen around WrestleMania. And now we've got the Mike and JD show. Has it debuted yet? Or is it the debuted? The first this episode week? is out. The first episode of that, Mike and JD are doing interviews with current w, with a current WWE employee. Yes, is under a mask episode? and a disguised voice in the first episode. My guy who's God. currently working, giving like what it feels like to be working there right now. What was it like the day Vince came back? relationships with house triple h acting very interesting very i'm all in on that i didn't realize that was going to be the first episode that's pretty huge i'm looking forward to listening to that listen if you cancel after that i feel like that's worth your five dollars right there if you'd like to be a part of the of the uh fight game media discord email gg at fightgamemedia.com and of course always check out our youtube channel uh and that is fight game media of course on youtube Mm -hmm. To check out the power bombshells and good and great clips from everybody's shows each and every week. Kevin. Speaking of Strong Style is one of the shows Ooh. on YouTube, which is all about New Japan, which would be essential listening in the build up to the next couple of months. I, I did think. not realize speaking with Strong Style was on YouTube. I had no clue. Thank you yeah. for letting me know about that. I don't know why I'm the guy doing the ad reads. I don't know Jack. <laughs> I don't know nothing, man. Nothing about nothing. Okay. What is next? We've talked we've talked punk. We've talked mm-hmm. Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for the heat index, my friend. All right. So any we'll dishonorable a, Yeah, we'll start a little downer. A dishonorable mention. And I hate I, listen, to do it. my favorite part of the show. <laughs> I wish listen. it was a more fun one, but this one really made me sad and mad at the same time. <clears throat> right. And it's uh, basically a dishonorable mention for uh Jeff Hardy and the people that enable him. Listen, I don't want to be presumptuous about where he's at right now. Right. But history is not a good uh, indicator. No, I I feel like, number one, he's had a thousand chances. Mm-hmm. Minimum. If you're going to have him on your, on your show, I would have a deal where he, like, there has to be, he has to ride with Matt mm-hmm. or someone else who's not going to, uh, enable him and there's got to be like a, a, a live streaming camera yeah. in, in the window at all times yes we can do this in 2023 yeah there should be nothing it should be like a police camera it should all like there should be a camera on him at all times and if there's ever not gone immediate right. gone yeah and maybe um, not too yeah there you like, go like there you go you're gonna vow for him then you're going to vouch for him i don't know and, I just, the way you know you compare his uh promo mm-hmm. his return uh to john moxley's yeah not to like compare people's addictions and things but just the way it was handled on tv john moxley comes back humbled looking great talking about you know the demons that he's faced and what he had to go through to get to it what he's fighting for and what's motivating him to stay clean Jeff Hardy comes back and says, basically, I'm glad I got eye surgery because now I can get back 
to wrestling. <laughs> Listen, I like your idea. There needs to be certain stipulations, and if any of them are broken, Jeff is mm-hmm. gone, Matt is gone, private party is gone. Oh, man. All of them. Those Clean sweep. All of yeah. them. Yeah. Life and life game-changer wrestling for them from here on out. <laughs> oh, that should yeah. be part of the stipulation. You can only wrestle. Yeah. You can't wrestle any higher than GCW. Yeah. <laughs> only matches with the Invisible Man. That's exactly right. Okay, what is number five? <sighs> number five. This is random, but it 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 warmed my heart, which okay. is the long term storytelling that was present in Kenny Omega's promo, his straight to camera promo he did from his home, yeah, in which he was very serious and grounded and very focused on telling the Blackpool Combat Club about the serious things he was going to do to them, all while in the background, slightly blurred out was the oil painting of Kenny Omega and Don Callis shirtless in low rising jeans, just there over his shoulder, just looking at you, enticing you. This goes back. We've had this discussion before on the air, like feels yeah, like you maybe said a you were, year you ago. Said you were going to get that shirt. Well, it's kind of like the wrestling <laughs> shirt discussion we had last week. Yes. And that every time I've ever put that poster in my basket, right. I was like, where can I put this? Right. There's wanting the thing and yeah. then there's wanting to wear the thing. It's like I it would have to stay hidden. Yeah. Like if I like what Which I is even worse my, because then like one day room? Right. Well yeah. yeah. One day some woman's gonna come over <laughs> right. and uncover yeah. this. Right, and stumble it's upon so, it because you forgot where you put it. She will back out the door like Homer Simpson backing into a bush. Mm-hmm. That's exactly that's exactly what would happen. The only Which way you would, could get away with it is if you like set it up on the floor, like next to like Puppet Up's bed. Like Puppet Up staring at it, like she's yeah. a big mark, right? I'll think about this. If I see if I had a if if I wasn't renting, mm. I could have like Puppet Up's own like little living room that would be could be built. Right. And I could have it up on that wall, right? But no, no, no. I just can't. I just can't. It's a brilliant idea. It was the the greatest thing they've ever produced. And I have a feeling a lot of female fans bought because a female fan can buy it and can yeah. get away with it. I don't think I can, though. I don't know what the, if I can come up with a great cover story, yeah. which I don't need because uh, maybe then. But um, <laughs> I love that was in the background. I totally missed it. I've got to rewatch it. And it's I, great uh, because he was because it was really genuinely a good promo from Kenny. I'm looking really quickly through. I can see your heat index here in the notes, mm-hmm. and making sure we can talk about this. So we're going to. Um, you were talking about like Kenny's discussing what will happen to mm-hmm. the Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. I didn't know murder was going to be part of that, but he attempted it. He did. He there attempted- was some, yeah. He attempted some murder. He, he was did. unsuccessful in the murders, much like best friends when they attempted to enter the ring in the lumberjack match with active chainsaws. <laughs> yes, the yes. lumber was a failure. Not the lumber. The murder was a failure, yeah. but uh, he yeah. was ready. Yeah, he was. He he went there. Yes, he did. All right. Number that, four. Oh, go ahead. In, that leads into number four, actually, which is um, oh. Valiant, Valiant Stooges. I am so out of it. I looked through 
the entire heat index and nowhere did I see Kenny Omega. And so I was like, okay, it's not, we're not going to talk about it. Yes. The Stooges stood up. They did. For the elite. And um, it, it was, was a fun a, match. It was a really fun match. They were brutalized. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. I loved, I loved that they were true to their goofiness, but it wasn't a comedy match. Yeah. It was, it was two goofy people fighting for their lives. They knew that it was two guys who are generally stooges, but just because they're stooges doesn't mean they can't be brave. Yeah. And try and and take some revenge for their friends. Yeah. Or, or and or bosses, and they gave it their best shot. Yeah, and I love that. Like, they should have. There was a certain point where the match quote should have ended, right? And 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 then they just had did that one extra save, where Brandon and and it just, all it did was just level up, uh, Moxie and Claudio to like just be even more murderous monsters, murderous yeah. monsters, which may be. Are the things that drew look, they drove Kenny to not only move past his bomb building experience, <laughs> That's right. he teleported right. to the arena. Yeah, right. With much like Doctor Who himself, with a screwdriver. Oh. Or did the Young Bucks provide the screwdriver? Young Bucks are more like a companion, I think, in that. I think they're definitely the companions. Yeah. Kenny's the doctor for sure. I would totally watch a season of Doctor Who where he regenerated into Kenny Omega and the Bucks were his companions. Oh my God. That would be the greatest season of all time. <laughs> what if Don Callis was his companion, though? Oh my God. Yeah, Don Callis is the master. Doing evil. There you go. That's a good point. So, um, what do you like? Let's let's talk about the match. Like, um, and mainly when they came in at the end, a lot mm-hmm. of people asking the question: um, yeah. Should they have let the Stooges get murdered for as long as they were murdered? Yeah, I've got no problem with it. That I feels got no like Stooges. They're part of the deal. That's what exactly. you sign up for. Like, look, they're Stooges are always getting murdered on. Always, right? right. And they very rarely die. Um, see, Puppet Up agrees yeah. with me on that one. And uh, yet again, they lived. So, yep, that's just the Stooge life you live, man. Yeah, look, look at the three Stooges, the most famous Stooges in history. Yeah, they were always murdering each other. That's right. Just part of the oh, deal. My, the amount of maybe I they only, need a third one. Maybe that's the I only, problem. I only learned about industrial presses because Mo was putting Curly's head in them. In <laughs> it's in the vice, literally in a yeah, vice. In a vice, exactly. That's how I learned about vices. <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Number number 3. Number 3, we have more ultraviolence. This is this is the pairing of hip hop and ultraviolence. And we and didn't you, even and we didn't even get Lana Del Rey. Come on now. No. Oh, and wow. and I don't mean Swerve, who normally you would associate with hip hop and ultraviolence. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm talking about the modern day Beastie Boys. The new saviors of rap. Daddy Magic. Cool Hand Ange and Big Hat Jake Hager. That's as right. He called himself. I, I, there's one way I would have improved this segment. First of mm. all, I love Jake Hager just dancing. Yeah. <laughs> I would have, 
that was the Jake best Hager part. has found his happy place. Yeah, he has. He's and and I'm not joking. The one way I would have improved this would have been Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange doing all the rap and setting up the lines for Jake Hager to just scream, "I love this hat." Yeah, right. That's like all and every line that they do ends with the syllable "at." Yeah, exactly. They're just doing nothing but set up for "I love this hat." Yeah, and uh, oh, that would have been great. And then, yeah, then things escalated quickly. Yes, so quickly. The acclaim on the night that Kenny Omega tried to stab Blackpool to death. Yes, they they upped it. (laughs) They upped it with viciousness. Tried to sever. They tried to scissor Matt Menard's nipples clean off. Clean off. Just take them home with them like coins. Yeah. Oh my God! They they would come out next week with. With nipple earrings, yeah. talking about how hard they are. Oh, <laughs> thank God we were saved. Thank God, thank God, Daddy Magic was saved yeah. and pulled out of the ring, just in, in the just in the uh, just. They time. needed they needed to spring the money to try to get Will Ferrell to just sit in the audience as uh, Anchorman, I just so he could turn to the camera and say that escalated quickly. Yeah, I would have given anything. To find out that had like they were fully prepared to go through with it, yeah. And if there had been a moment's hesitation, yeah, that man would have lost a nipple, yeah. Because they got to keep kayfabe, they got to go all the way. He's not pulled out. We got to cut it off. I would also, I, I would have fanciest scissors I've ever seen. Oh yeah, very. I would have loved it if they had had like some gimmick scissors, yeah. And then they had actually gotten a hold of him, but when they when they tried it, the scissors just fall apart because his nipples are so hard. <laughs> Oh, that would have been fantastic. Look, the guy's got the most famous nipples in professional wrestling right now. Yeah. And I didn't think I'd be saying that, but he, he sure that, If he they sure had does. done that angle that way, that guy's got 20 years in like indies doing that spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like the new Joey Ryan thing where people. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. People would try to go after his nipples and they'd hurt their own hands. Oh my God. That would, exa- the, the, the scissors explode back into their face. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Number two, and I may have spoiled part of this earlier because I'm a dummy. That's all right. It's a, it's a setup to other things. So, okay. So yeah, wrestling after basketball games, you should always have wrestling on after basketball games. Cause apparently it works. Yeah. Because One. like, la- like the, the, all access after the basketball game drew almost 800,000 viewers. Yeah. And has not gotten anywhere near that since on Wednesday no. nights. No. And then they have 1.4 million for the first 15 minutes of Rampage this week to watch, like we said before, the IWGP Tag Team Champions defend the titles versus it, like an Orange Cassidy or it, it may be the Vikingo most... or Young Bucks or, well, the Young it's... Bucks are it's very likely the most watched um, IWGP championship match in history. Oh, that's probably true. I think that's very likely. Wow. I never thought about that, but it, that could be very true. At least of the modern. I mean, wow. That'd be interesting to vet. We'll find out about that. We'll check the numbers. See if yeah. I don't even know where to look for that, but there's only one, one source I can think of. And that's Dave Meltzer. Yeah. David Meltzer himself. We will ask him. 
Um, here's what I liked about it. So this is what we can go with it is I like that Aussie open is becoming like a, they're really starting to present them as like a world-class team. Yeah. Like big world beetles. And, and they just world, won world the uh, beetles. Wor- world, world beetles, world, world beetles, world beaters. That sounds right. They, uh, they just want also won the strong double champs, double champs. So the, they might be starting a belt collector gimmick, which would be really fun to have yeah. F- them come after FTR's world tag team titles. Yeah. With their lowly single championship that they're trying to defend right now. <laughs> and I like that. I like FTR having, I like this being the feud of the summer. Yeah. Uh, like it could be a good Wembley match. It could be a good six man match. If they, uh, they could do uh punk at FTR against Aussie open. Although I think they do the elite at Forbidden yeah. door. Um, that could be really cool. And I like that FTR has like a real team. I don't know if you ever saw their match last year. Yes. Uh, it was amazing. Yes. It was really, really good. So they're, they're, they're great. And so I just hope FTR can get, and that kind of leads to FTR. Uh, you know, they announced, um, that they signed for four years and that's and, it. And that's it. Four and out four and done. Uh, well, four and, and pro wrestling done. Right. So no right. more than 12. Yeah. <laughs> at um, least. at least I'm really glad they're doing it in AEW. Um, I think there's enough teams, uh, to keep them fresh. I'm sure there's plenty of new teams that could come in. Um, for instance, I don't. We haven't seen enough Aussie Open FTR. We definitely haven't seen enough. So looking forward to that. By the way, I just looked up All Access this week. They did two hundred eighty-one thousand viewers. No, on Wednesday night. On Wednesday night, that is. Look, it's late, but that still got awful at any at most times. Is that the second show? Because they showed twice. Let me go see. That is ten p.m. Wow. That is the first show. 281,000. Wow. I I wasn't being disingenuous and saying, maybe they'll sign the Bellas just to put them on this show. Yeah. They need to sign the Bellas and put them on this show, man. (laughs) Like now. Like right now. Get them on this show ASAP. That's a bummer because I like the show. Yeah. I'll say this, though. Yeah. In the the top 150. Mm Mm-hmm. They had enough young young people watching. It's number fifty one okay. of the top one fifty shows, and that's pretty late at night to get that high. They beat a lot of other well known things. Um Wow. Yeah, so it's it's not always the number, it's it's how well you perform in your time slot yeah. compared to everything else. So that tells me they probably were one of the top uh on the top shows in that 10 p.m. time slot. I think I I think one of the things they should do is start airing that show in different time slots with different unrelated lead-ins. Instead I agree. Of, instead of trying to hold on to a wrestling audience, they sh- because as I watch these first three episodes, I just keep thinking, I would totally show this to my wife. I would totally show this to a non-wrestling fan to help them understand yeah. what this I, um... business is. I would not be at all surprised if this is going to be on free TV until until June, July, or August, and then it goes on Max. 
mm-hmm. as something that, that only is on the streaming channel and gets people that are all in on that particular two hundred fifty thousand or whatever. Yeah. To you've got to you got to purchase it, and I'm sure if they're that hardcore, they're still watching it. I think they'll tune in. Yeah, I think you're right. It's not the worst idea out there. Yeah. Um, which it's something everybody else is doing. Every streaming service has has their shows. They pulled over when Discovery Plus started. Mm-hmm. They took a lot of long time Travel Channel shows. They showed the first three episodes of the season and said, "Oh, you want you want to see the rest? You've been watching this for yeah. six seasons." Yeah. Sorry, got to be a Discovery yeah. Plus subscriber. That is the only place you can see it now for the next six months. Which is, uh, that reminds me, we were talking about the name Max, which no one loves. <gasps> Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Maxwell Jacob Friedman can be your, like, if when they add AW to Max and you've got his face smirking at you. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Oh, the only, man. The only, I realized it as soon as you said Max. <laughs> Yeah, so he's got to be the champ through the rollout. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm just looking at the the Showbuzz Daily Top 150 mm-hmm. for last Wednesday, just looking through the name of some of these programs and trying to figure out what some of them I've never heard of are all about. For instance, assisted living on BET. <laughs> I don't know what that's about, <laughs> and I'm really interested. And it's it was the number twenty eight show on the night, five hundred eight thousand viewers at nine thirty. Wow, that's a strong show, assisted living. And now I need to, I have to watch it and is see it what a, this is, is about. It about a nursing home? I doubt it. Huh? I really doubt it. You know what reality show? I know you're you you have connections in the reality show space. Maybe I can't wait to send out a flare for this. This is a reality show that I think would do really well. Okay. They need to do a, like not a competition show, but just like a, like a MTV style, like just lifestyle reality show Uh about, um, crap. I just went blank on the name. The giant, uh, retirement community in Florida that has all the crazy political stuff. I would watch going on. I would watch the shit out of that. The, uh, Oh my God. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard like stories about that place? I forgot what it's called. I don't remember the name of it, but to me, you got a hint of that on Seinfeld when the stand, when the Seinfelds moved down to Florida and they were immediately involved in all this political wrangling. Yeah. A lot of it having to do with a with a with a NASA pin from yeah. the space shuttle, an ink pin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, it's the villages, the villages in Florida. I, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Um, it is a huge, huge retirement community. Yeah. And it is known for number one. Uh, it's one of those places where everyone's running around a golf cart. And, um, there's a lot of like high drama between uh-huh. people and areas and also known for their, um, political, like near riots during like 2016 and 2020, oh. but where people just get in arguments and also known for their swingers scene. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got like sep- septuagenarian swingers running around. Just I partying. think 
I think partying and fighting, just partying and orgying and fighting. I think that would have a way. I think that would not only get the Love Island demographic. Right. I think it would also get the my 600 pound life demographic, the pure voyeurism demographic. Yeah. I think it would eat up a lot more demographics than people think it would. That would be amazing. I'd give anything to watch that show. It might be the only reality show I'd start watching. <laughs> like that would be my that would be yeah. my show. That'd be my one. It has its own, let's see. It has its own newspaper and radio station. Like this is a complete self-contained city. Okay. 100 150,000 people. That's insanity. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I think that's the population of Montana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want to, but let's get back. Okay. Sorry. To number one on <laughs> the, the heat index. We can come back. We can speaking, revisit this. Speaking of septuagenarians. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. This season whole two. Sting, <laughs> Sting debuts. The Sting debut retires. Sting. You have the cross promotion between AEW and Max. As Sting retires from professional wrestling to the and villages in Orlando, Florida. He doesn't retire by himself. It turns out the only unit they have uh-huh. they can put him in requires two people. Uh-huh. So every time a door opens and Sting walks through it, he is followed by Tony Schiavone on a portable microphone screaming, <laughs> It's Sting! <laughs> I was going to say it was another retired uh, uh, Darby Allen, but he has to pretend to be old to stay there. Because By the it's way, like a bosom buddies kind of thing. Yeah. I watched a GCW show this weekend that involved Bussy versus Tommy Wildfire Rich and Doug Gilbert. What year of our Lord was this in? This was live this weekend. No. And I swear to God, I swear to God, <laughs> I thought I was watching the Nasty Boys. Doug Gilbert and Tommy Rich looked I mean, just like the Nasty, nasty Boys. They, oh, my God. I got to say, Doug Gilbert carried the team. Tommy Rich, yeah. was, he stood up just fine. Let me say yeah. that. He when made he it to the pay window. He made it to the pay window just fine. And anytime anybody put a camera in his face, he he, he like knuckled up. And he was ready to roll, but only for that. Like everything else, yeah, yeah, everything else was just him laying on the ground, attempting to get up. And that was the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Yes. Yeah. The All source, right. Let's, the uh, source of your fandom. That's right. So, Sting. Yes. This the Wednesday. This whole thing, really, but Sting was the highlight to me. Darby Allen cut a hell of a promo. Yes, he did. MJF cut not a bad promo. Yeah. And good Sting promo. cut a pretty damn good promo. Although I do yeah. know one person who tuned out is the second they saw, the second they heard Sting say, I've got a fever, and the only <laughs> thing that can cure it is more pom-poms, yeah. they immediately turned off the channel and went yeah. to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I told them that was a mistake. Yeah. This was a, re- this was a real person who did it. A real human being that I know. Yeah. They yep. were just like, I'm out. That's what I'm out. Them out. They were out at pom poms. Oh, see the pom poms. I don't even know if they saw a pom pom. The pom poms they... was one I knew was going to get good, especially yeah. when he kept pulling the pom poms out. Dozens, like a Dozens magician. Pom poms. Like yeah. I was just. The, I love those moments because I'm imagining Sting backstage, and they're like, "All right, so we're gonna do this. He's gonna have a long match, two segments. 
MGF's going to come out, going to promo. When he says this, that's your cue, go out. And Sting's like, I got an idea. What if yeah. I stuff I, my jacket full of pom-poms? I'm picturing them handing him two. And he's yeah. like, that's it? They're yeah. like, do you want more? He's like, yeah, I need more pom-poms. Yeah. And they give him two more, and he's like, keep them coming. We yeah. need more. Right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it was great. I loved it. It made me want two things. One, that we don't do this four-way that may be coming. I don't want the and, four-way. And we just do Darby and MJF. But. The rest can't keep up. The rest if, have shown yeah. they're not equal to Darby. If they do do the four way, mm-hmm. Darby cannot be part of the finish so that we get Darby versus MGF at Wembley. That's what I'd like to see. Ooh. I think Darby could be huge in England. I would really love, I am sure Tony Khan has already done some surveys over there. Yeah. I would love to know what the UK thinks of Darby Allen. I would love to know, for instance, on pro wrestling tees, like, yeah. What percentage of his T-shirt sales mm-hmm. come from international I bet he waters? Has that data, yeah, I bet he's got that. data. Oh, he a hundred percent does. I bet. This... Chris, I bet Mookie Gunn has got that data. That's right. <laughs> I uh, also the other takeaway from it was, I think MJF should be the man to retire Sting. I think we really? should. Sting has said that he's not going to do any more singles matches, but I think if he does. He should. It should be one match for the world title against MGF, and he should lose. I'd be okay with that, but I do hope he does get a tag title or something by then. But yes, the way it's I do looking, too. I don't think he's getting a tag title. Maybe a trios. Yeah. Um, I would just like for him to 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 have some gold. Yeah, he needs to have some gold. He needs to have something. Not a world title, but he should have something. And I have a feeling yeah, he's not wanting cool to be that. Something with Darby. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't give a shit. But I think put him in one match. It's right. But if you're building if you're building to a a singles derby match, having him retire Sting is a great way to do it. Plus it's just a feather in MJF's cap. Do it a week or two before. Yeah. Like it could even be an impromptu call out and it's a and it's a a loser leaves town. Losers losers retires. Or even 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 do some sort of step that allows him to do like his retirement tour in a way like you've yeah. lost the match. The, this is your last year in wrestling. Yeah. You know, and he gets to do a couple of farewell matches or something. Um, Cause I, I think they did, they should do kind of the Muda thing where he gets like a couple of different, like, you know, Wembley's his last match in Europe and yeah, it could just be, you're done. You, you, you're done with AEW and then he can yeah. go do his other matches around the world yeah but also i just realized my like cutler and nakazawa their their full-time tag team name should be valiant stooges (laughs) i'm i'm it's true on board for that yep we'll put it in the books okay it's there was an eventful week mainly in news there, there but also really good stuff in the ring really good stuff with Really good builds with the, with Darby MJF. Really good build with Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're hearing all about the Pepsi Man coming back. Right. God only knows. Any other matches you want to talk about before we head out for the night? Before we kind of hit what's coming up and head out for the night. What did you like the Orange Cassidy Buddy Matthews match? 
I barely remember it, but I did. I absolutely I did. liked it. I liked it, it a lot. I like yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why I can't remember it. It feels like a lifetime well, ago. And and we had it kind of does. It feels like so long ago. But um I'm glad I'm when it was over, I was glad Orange still has the belt. Yeah. Um yeah, because just last week I was saying I think he needs to lose it, but uh, it's a hell of a run. Like this guy's doing, yeah, he's he's killing. It's it. maybe the best championship run in AEW so far. Do you can you like what do you think is a better run? Jade's run uh, isn't better. It's not. No, maybe Moxley's last run when he was just having match after match. That was huge. I think that one's right there. Um, any TNT title runs because it felt like that always. I mean, Darby's like last Cody, was pretty good, but it wasn't the same. Darby's like, yeah. I need to look up who who had the longest run because I can't remember at this point. Um, but that's true of most everything. Yeah. All right, so looking ahead, wait, let's see. Ethan Page promo. Yeah, there's the Jeff Jericho Keith Lee. Yeah, that wasn't very memorable to me. No, just Adam Cole was involved, and I know they have big plans for Adam Cole. I I did like, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but I did like the, uh, I feel like there was like an insider reference to Adam Cole walks Keith Lee out at the end of the show. <laughs> to the, his, his being, a, his being a potential uh, manager. manager. Yeah. Yeah. A little budge joke, I think, there. I think so, for sure. I see in the notes you've asked a question here. Christian Luchasaurus, things have changed how. Yeah. And I just think Luchasaurus has evolved into his next Pokemon level. Okay, he does have, like, like, spikes in his shoulder now. That's Yeah, that's the thing. That's the the his next level evolution. <laughs> I, love, um, I love that Luchasaurus is a Pokemon. Yeah, that's... before somebody gets him back in a Pokeball... For yeah. another six months. That's um, that line has got to be fed to Jack Perry. <laughs> Whenever next time they feud, he's got to pull that on him and being like, "I don't know what stage of your Pokemon development you're in, but oh, that would be that. I would love that so much if he said <laughs> that. Oh my god. Um, let's see. Outcast beat Rio and Sky Blue. Yeah, more the uh, same. First, like nothing really going on here. Yeah. Sean Spears got a paycheck. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I feel like, you know what? I think he needs to, he needs to pull a Mac Cardona is what he needs to do. He needs to go down to GCW, get himself a pizza cutter and make something happen for himself <laughs> before he moves back up. Yeah. 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 All right. Looking ahead. We're coming to Britsburg this week. Yes. Britsburg. It's uh so yeah, she's gonna be there with uh her and Jamie, her and Jamie. Tony and Ruby. Yeah, which we've seen before, but Ruby is such before. a great heel. I'm really enjoying her as a heel yeah, right now. I mean now. that's a good yeah, I am too. And it's nice to I don't know. It'll be a good I think that'll be a good match and I think the crowd will be awesome. Yeah. Is it oh we didn't talk about um did we talk last week or this week? I don't remember when it happened exactly. Um Wardlow uh, basically repoing Hobbs's sweet new ride. Oh, that was this week. Yeah, I just forgot to put it in the notes. Yeah, it total, was. Uh, kind of saw that coming. Raw, yeah, 
totally about like. Raw there. Exactly. That's exactly what it felt like. So I think we've discussed that as much as we need to. I, but we're I did, well. Right I did like though. There was one moment in that, that I did like, which was okay. uh, when he got the forklift and was smashing the car. Mm-hmm. And then he gets out of the forklift and it kept and sort of, going and he casually realizes that he forgot to turn the brake on. It just lets it go. <laughs> that was a great move. Just walking away. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, all right. Jay white versus commander. That'll be a yeah. real good match. Yeah. I don't, it's not exciting match, but it's going to be a really no. good match. Yeah. Um, we're going hopping right into Hobbs versus Wardlow for the TNT title. Yeah, I'm sure some stooges will be involved. Mm-hmm. Claimed and daddy ass versus the remainder of the Jericho Appreciation Society who are wrestling together at the moment. Yes, hopefully, I don't know. This is so. Now it's, this whole time we've been talking since we brought them up before. There's been a train of mm-hmm. thought in my head, thinking about spots involving Matt Menard's nipples. Okay, I, I think. We're going to need to see a spot where Hager, uh, Menard stands in the corner and uh, Hager repeatedly runs people's heads into his chest. Oh my God. And then, the, and they, and they blame and, and they blame just bloods everywhere. Yeah. Oh, right. My God. Just from the, just from the, uh, I love this, the, per- the precision sharpness. This is what Joey Ryan always should have been, but just not involving his penis. Right. Um, this is a fantastic idea. <laughs> um, FTR interview, that could potentially be big. Hearing yeah. from the elite as well, I think that's interesting, and it could be a juxtaposition there in case mm-hmm. they do start talking about a return for CM Punk, which would be exactly two months away. Be exactly yeah. two months. Mm-hmm. Um and a Jericho Adam Cole confrontation. It feels like everything everybody thought we would be getting for MJF were, 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 yeah, I mixed that up. Either way, Jericho Adam Cole, not excited about it, but it'll clearly be very good. Mm-hmm. Interesting that MJF's not on it. I don't oh, see, yeah. I don't see MJF. I don't see Darby, Sammy, or uh, Jack Perry. So that's interesting. <sighs> As hot as, as as Darby was this week, you, I wouldn't want him to. I don't want him to give them a week off, and I also don't want to hear from the others, though. Yeah. So to me, bring them back and keep it going. If, if you've, but Tony Khan has shown time and again he doesn't respond mm-hmm. to the hot like that natural mm-hmm. heat. He just he's carries out do his what plans. He's gonna do. Yeah, exactly, and that's a real shame. All right. What do, what do we have for Rampage this Friday? A big Dralistico versus Vikingo AAA Mega Championship. That's a big championship. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Uh, that'll be really, really good match. I think a lot a of people game? are going to watch it on their DVRs. Let me check and see. Let's see. Let me uh, feel free to talk about some other things while I pull up. ESPN. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's interesting. It's the playoffs, actually... so I bet that I'm sure yeah. there will be. By the way, mm-hmm. this isn't a basketball podcast, but I've, I've got I've got some things out here that are grinding my gears. Oh, all right. Zion Williamson. Uh huh. Zion Williamson. The New Orleans yes. Pelicans had to win one game 
Yeah. One game to make the playoffs. Yeah. Against some garbage team out there. I don't know who it was. Might have been Oklahoma. I can't even remember. It was not. But I'm so mad. We, no, I they lost know. their game that they had to win one game and they lost. Had to, to win the Timberwolves. One, one game, Kevin. Yeah. Zion Williamson does not play. He had been injured. Uh-huh. And when and and when it was inquired as to what his level of injury was, do you know what the man said? Do you know? No, I don't. I'm fine. I'm perfect. I just didn't quite feel like Zion that day. Oh my gosh. No injury. Feeling great. Just yeah. didn't quite feel like Zion. And I don't want to give people less than Zion. Oh my gosh. How about you give some people 10 minutes at the end of the game and give them a win because they lost by like three points? That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, New Orleans was the best team in basketball. And he was playing. And now he can play. He's healthy, completely healthy. Won't mm-hmm. play one game. No. Also, a lot of conver- himself in the third person. So that's two yes. problems. Yes. There's a lot of conversation in New Orleans today whether he's one of the biggest busts in draft history. And most people are arguing against it and that when he is in the game, he's a game changer and he's awesome. Mm -hmm. But if he can't be in your one game to make the playoffs, it's ludicrous. Ludicrous. I came into this argument with very little information, like who they were playing. I don't have time to pull it up, but uh, it made me so angry. Oh, it pissed me off so bad. <laughs> you have no yeah, idea. That's horrible. And I, it seems, is the NBA the only sport where people can just freely, it seems like they're the ones where it's, like, eh, I don't think I'm going to play today. It feels more of an inmates running the asylum league where the yeah. players have vastly more power than the coaches or, or any, I think more than any other sport. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that definitely bothers me a little bit. All right, NBA schedule. Let's see what we've got coming up. I'm looking on Friday, correct? Yes. All right, Friday, April 21st. We've got a full schedule. We've got uh, Boston at Atlanta, Cleveland at New York, and Denver at Minnesota. Those and are starting at 5 p.m. One of those has got to be on TNT, right? Oh, absolutely. 5 p.m., that's ESPN. no. None are actually They're okay. all on ESPN or ABC. So I'm guessing as we're okay, Saturday, we've got two on TNT and Sunday, but none Friday night, Monday on TNT. Wow. Gather on Thursday and Saturday. I'm, so no Friday. I'm, I'm really glad you answered. You asked that question at the right time. So good news. No preemption. Bad news. Yeah. Lower ratings. Yeah, Absolutely. Man, if we could get some big ratings, if we could get that TNT game, push him back a game like 10 minutes yeah. and go right into a monster match with people that mm-hmm. NBA fans are more likely to know, that would be that would be phenomenal. That'd be awesome. And it's a recorded show, so you could even have that synergy to per- perhaps have a Swerve Strickland or somebody mm-hmm. on the TNT broadcast mm-hmm. and then go right into a match with them. And then maybe, yeah, I don't know. Just a dumb idea from a, from a, from an elderly (laughs) gentleman. All right. I think that's all for this evening. For me, from Kevin Neely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. And we hope to see you back here again next Tuesday. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.